We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome to Talking Buffalo Podcast, where we often highlight but are not limited to Buffalo sports, news, media, and entertainment. I'm your host, Patrick Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Pat Moran Tweets. Thanks for locking in today. If you haven't subscribed, please go ahead and do that. Subscribe, turn those notifications on, and when you do, new episodes will be sent to your phone literally as soon as they are published. It is Casual Friday here at Talk Buffalo Podcast. That means I'm joined by hockey writer, sports fan, pop culture guy, my good buddy, man. Noted jerk. <laughs> What's up, Joe Yurden? How you doing? Covering all the bases here, man. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm frustrated by trying to buy tickets for, for the Jays. Yeah. The Jays in Buffalo. Oh, my God. We might have to de- dig into this next week. I mean, we could do I I, I, I feel like I'm springing on the, this on you now. I wanted to rip all my hair out trying to do this. Every time I picked, I was like, oh, cool. Let me, let me get these. And gone. Yeah. Instantly. Like everything was just gone immediately. So annoying. I won't even complain about the prices because you're sitting in a minor league ballpark. Every every ticket is close to the field. So the prices are whatever. But like, my God, let me buy the tickets, please. I love the fact that right now, even if it's just for a short amount of time, that Buffalo even has an opportunity to purchase the major league tickets as hard as they are for you. Like you said, it's, it's a tough get right now. In a little bit, we're going to talk, not, well, not baseball, but NBA in Buffalo, because there was a tweet out there that you and I mm-hmm. both saw and commented on. Uh, we'll save that today. We do our, uh, so every week we do a starting five draft and I'm really looking forward to this one. In fact, we talked about this before we started taping. We're going to be doing TV theme, uh, TV theme songs from shows. And uh, I wanted to put some extra time even more than normal to spend time doing that because that's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I look forward to these every week, but this one I'm looking forward to uh, more than the others. I got to tell you though, Joe, so before before we get into it, and I don't want, you know, I like to have fun, especially, I mean, this is casual Friday. It's more like mm-hmm. a laid back um, fun episode that I like to do on Fridays, but my mind's been twisted, dude. I am like legitimately torn right now with this whole Buffalo and Florida thing. And you and I talk all the time, whether it's on the mm-hmm. air or we talk off the air. So you kind of know the deal. I mean, I'll elaborate a little bit for people listening. I've been in Florida living for the last past, what, five years now. And my plan in the back of my mind was always when my son was done with high school to probably move back up north. Mm-hmm. And now he's done with high school. Graduation's like in two weeks, which is just uh 
that blows my mind too. And I thought, especially over this past year or so, that uh, it would be a given that I would end up coming back to Buffalo. But I'm like torn right now. I don't know what to do. And yeah, I know that sounds like uh like a, a whatever kind of deal to a lot of people listening, but it's like really probably wrecked my mind. I have literally, and I mean, not even exaggerating. Uh, I've had trouble sleeping. It's all I can mm-hmm. think about because it's one of those decisions where, you know, how it is sometimes when you got a really big decision to make and you feel like no matter which way you go with it, you're going to regret some things and you're going to second guess it. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm at this stage of my life right now, man. And for the record, obviously, it's not just me. It's my wife, too. In fact, my wife probably has even a bigger role in the decision than I do because it's her job and her career. Mm-hmm. The reason why we came down to Florida five years ago to, uh, to, to begin with. But, yeah, this is like I'm at the point now where I feel like, and it's got to happen soon, by the way, because our lease expires down here like in a month. Oh, man. And, yeah. uh it's already too late to renew. So if we don't stay here, we'd have to move to a new place down here, a new complex or or rent a house or whatever have you. And it's just getting a point where it's like the biggest decision I've ever had to make in my life, like bigger than moving down here, a bigger decision on if I wanted to get married, like I knew I wanted to get married at some point. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just, uh, you know, what program to get my son in when we came down here five years ago, these were decisions that I thought were the biggest and hardest ones in my life or like what, what was the best college when he started getting these offers? Which one did he want to go to? This is the hardest, man. I'm torn because I love Buffalo, but mm-hmm. I'm starting to five years it took me, but I'm starting to like it down here too. That's uh man, I, I, I don't know what that's like really with the with the expat kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know? Um you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get torn sometimes about, you know thinking about going back to Albany, especially now with, you know, the job situation being what it is, but, um, but it's, it's a, it's a lot different for you. Cause you're in a different, you, you got different things going for you than, than what I've got going for me. And like this, this for you is going back home yeah, and like being back with your crew, you know, getting, probably getting bills season tickets again and, and getting back into it and, um, and doing all that. And, you know, maybe getting like resettled back up here. Like that's, that's a that, that's that's a different that's a way different thing. And I the only experience I have from this is when I moved out to Buffalo and I you know the way the circumstances for me doing that were very much hey there's an opportunity, do you want it? Yes, okay, you got to be here by the end of the month. And like right. <laughs> I had like a month to move from Albany to to here and like I was like, "Oh, crap. I got to I got to do everything really fast here. And like, that was nuts, but that was, that was also one where it was like, it's like, okay, you know, I told, you know, told NBC, I I was looking for another gig. I got one and I was like, they're going to have to deal with it if they have scheduling issues, like whatever, but I'm going to go cover some games in person and write some stories and do that. And that, that, I mean, that was a whole work thing. That's it's work and life, but like yours is life. And I, for your wife, it's, you know, job and life and for you it's probably job and life too so i i get it i mean i don't know if your job's fully remote or if you can just like do it from anywhere kind of thing but but yeah yeah, like you you fall in love with a place that you wind up at and i'm not saying that you'll love it more than buffalo but like it's florida so i get it (laughs) right you know you know like i totally get it right well the job part for me is remote so i could actually i could live in china and and still be able to keep my job and still be able to do this podcast too it's look 
I love Buffalo. I spent 45 years there. I, I miss it so much. But, and this is where the decision is coming. I also recognize now, even maybe more so than six months ago, I, I'll tell people this listening. Six months ago, we, we had discussions. I said, dude, I'm going to be home. I gave you a date and everything. I knew at that time I was going to be home. But I recognize as much as I love Buffalo, I also recognize like in the back of my mind now that it's easy when you have kind of a, when you're only thinking one way, you only think about the good stuff. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. kind of when somebody, when, when guys, when, you know, when a couple is thinking about having a baby and you mm-hmm. only think about all the cutesy stuff that comes with having a baby and you don't think of all the, the shitty stuff, like literally and figuratively <laughs> that comes, <laughs> you know, with having a baby. Now, this is what I did and you can't see this. And obviously people listening can't, but I'll show you because Joe and I are taping like we're on video, but I have this list that I typed out like this pros and cons list oh, <laughs> that, you know, and I, I got like these Florida pros and I got these Buffalo pros. And again, this is very important to stress. It's not just my decision. It's going to be one that's mm-hmm. got to be made in unison with, with, with my wife too. Now my son, he don't give a shit because he's going to be going to Clarion university in a couple months. So he's going to be spending nine out of 12 months for the next four or five years, probably five living on campus in Pennsylvania. Uh, Mm -hmm. But anyway, just to highlight a couple and kind of get where I'm going with this. Uh, So like things about Florida that I like better. First and foremost, my wife's job is uh, safe and secure down here. She was transferred. She's a very valuable employee down here. Now there's a Buffalo branch and she was transferred down here for headquarters. So that's a reason Um, I got weather. It's paradise from November to April. You know that Florida weather is just incredible. There's more things to do in Florida, uh, fun things. There's always things that are happening every week. There's always something going on in Florida, 12 months a year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this group called MVP Sports and Social down here. And this is a big one. And I know a lot of people listening, well, what the hell is that? It's a, a sports and rec league. It's, it's just a group of people who play sports, volleyball, uh, softball, kickball, cornhole, disc golf, and they're sports leagues, but they're rec leagues. They're fun leagues. They're just... Like backyard a, sports type stuff. Sure. They're organized, very organized, but it's okay. not so much competitive as it is fun. And it's, it's about sports, but it's also in, even more so than sports. It's just an opportunity for people to, because Florida's a transplant state and they mm-hmm. know that. And that's why this just gives people a, a really good chance to really get to know each other and, and make some friends. So that thing is really cool. I also have down and sorry, Buffalo, but Buffalo gets boring sometimes, especially in the coldest <laughs> months. Uh, you know, Florida people, and I'm going through my list here. I'm not reading all of them because some of them really don't pertain to, or they're kind of like too personal, but Florida people are generally nicer, <laughs> laid back by, you know, how New Yorkers are blue collar in your face. Good to walk out of here. Kind of people. So wait, so wait, are you saying Florida man is only a, a is a, a figment of the, of the reporting? <laughs> you can no, tell me there's I'm not, not people that. on bath salts coming down there to chew on your arm. I'm sure there are, but I haven't seen any, <laughs> but then I got other stuff like we're, we're liked, especially my wife. They love her down here. We fit in well. Uh, I am starting to meet more people and open up and make more friends because now I'm allowing mm-hmm. myself. I was completely closed off. I wanted nothing to do other than being a, a casual acquaintance with a lot of these, I call them MVP people, but they've become mm-hmm. friends, especially to my wife. I wanted, I don't want to say I wanted nothing to do with them, but I kept everyone at an arm's distance because I didn't want to get close to anybody because my mind was made yeah. up at the time, you know? Um, And then little things like, a company car, my wife gets down here. We go back to Buffalo, we're going to have to get another car. So there's things like that. But then I go and I go to the Buffalo side. My in-laws, my, my family, very, very close. 
my wife is a family person and we mm-hmm. have a very tight family. Well, my wife does and they're my family too. We've been together for 22 years. So it's become my family too. So that's in Buffalo. Um, proximity to my son, you know, he's going to be going to Clarion. That's only three hours mm-hmm. from Buffalo. It's 17 and a half hours from Florida. So and he's going to be playing football too, right? And he's going to be playing football. Well, he probably won't play this year. He'll probably red shirt this year, but yeah, mm-hmm. I've never missed one of his games ever. Literally ever since he played little loop at six years old through now 11 years, 12 years of football. I've never missed one of his games. If I stay in Florida, that's going to happen. It's just not realistic to be able to mm-hmm. be able to do that. I have a daughter who's older. She's 22 now. Um, not with my wife. She graduated high school when we moved down here five years ago. So she stayed. She went to school. Uh, she joined the Air Force Reserve. She's doing great. We have an awesome relationship. She's down here all the time. But my point being mm-hmm. is she lives there. She's in her early 20s. This is like turning into a Dr. Joe therapy session. Yeah. Right now, I'm kind of just sitting on the couch railing at Joe <laughs> with like my, my life problems. But it's cheaper in Buffalo. Like rent is a lot more. Um, it's humid as hell in Florida. The traffic mm-hmm. sucks in Florida. The food is a billion times better in Buffalo. I think while I just said Florida people are generally nicer and laid back, I think people up North Buffalo, they're, they're more authentic. Like what mm-hmm. you see is what you get. I, I there's no phoniness to it. So anyway, man, I, I just, I don't know. It's just, a am stuck in one of those life situations right now. It's stuck because it's just one of those decisions where if I go to Buffalo, I'm going to, part of me is going to regret it. If I stay in mm-hmm. Florida, I know I'm going to regret it too. It's just, yeah, uh, I don't know what to do, brother. It sounds like sacrificing the really good stuff about Florida to to come to come back up here to be closer with family and yes, and I don't. That's I don't know. That's that's tough because because I, I'm guessing going back to Florida at some point is probably not on the plate. Eh, no. I mean. Uh, I was going to say, like, maybe in like 15, 15, 20 years or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know if I'm going to be alive in 15, 20 years, man. I'm 50 <laughs> years old. I got COPD. I already can't play sports and shit. <laughs> yeah. Ah, man, that's. It's tough. Yeah, my, 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 what I, the two things that have made it the toughest is my wife is very well respected. She does such a good job at her, at her office. And don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. think she, I think. I'm putting this all out there in public and shit. I probably shouldn't be doing that. But I think she could go back to Buffalo. I think they'd find room for her, but she's much more valued down here. And my mm-hmm. wife, and see, this is the thing. She, it's her family in Buffalo that she's so close to. They're such a tight knit family, mm-hmm. but she's also an active person. And it's awesome. You know how it is in Buffalo, man, nine months a year, you're, there ain't a lot of shit going on in terms of sports, but literally mm-hmm. 12 months a year, she's playing volleyball and softball. Now, like I said, there's disc golf, there's cornhole, there's kickball, and this is year-round stuff, so she's so much more active, and she's done a much better job at making friends down here than me. Again, in mm-hmm. part because I was, I was in the mindset that I don't I like. I'm full with friends. I don't need any more friends. Yeah. Not down here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get I uh, get how that goes. The conversation's coming really, really soon. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Yeah. I got a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety over it. Yeah. I I don't know. I see. I'm seeing a lot. I mean, I see a lot in the Florida column for it but I'm seeing a lot more in the Buffalo side of it. Yeah. Um, just because it's just, I think the family part is just the biggest part, honestly. Yeah. Um, Cause that's, I mean, that's, that's the huge thing for me is like, if you have better access to your family and you know, everybody's busy, everybody's got their stuff. I think you can, you can fill in the spots, you know, like the activity stuff, like for her, I mean, 
Buffalo is not lacking on a lot of those. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, volleyball, you know, you probably got to go play indoors or, you know, right. if, they, if they got something by the uh, the outer harbor, maybe. I don't know. Um, things like that, they, they can they can always be replaced. I mean, I got friends here that play in a softball league that's like it's a co-ed softball league and they do it every year. Do You know, every, you know, every summer they just get involved with it and they go out and hit the bar afterwards and it's fun. You know, like, right. like there's there's a lot of those things. And I mean, you know, you got to know people too. And I, I don't think that's a problem for you guys up here probably, but um, no, but I think the family, I keep coming back to the family part, you know, just that, that that's the part that drives me where it's just like, well, geez, like if, if nothing seriously affects her job and, but it might, I mean, yeah, it I, might. I, I don't know. It's tough. I, I, I yeah. agree. I agree with, your assessment, there's definitely more W's in the Florida column than the Buffalo, but I think the ones that are W's in the Buffalo column are a little more, they're not a little more, w's. they're a lot more meaningful. They're a lot yeah. more meaningful. But at the same token, you know, coming back, like, say for an example, her parents, I know her parents miss her, but, and mm -hmm. they miss they miss me too, to an extent. But at the same token, like, if my son was offered an opportunity to go have a better career and a better life, but it would take him to South Carolina. Would I want him to stay with me in Buffalo just because it's a family thing or would I want him to go off and, and have a better life and a better career in South Carolina or wherever they may be? You know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. it, it gets, uh, it's just one of those points, bro. Where I, I think it's, it's like no win. Now I know the real solution should be to be a snowbird. I mean, everybody <laughs> wins there. Every, I ain't gotta be cold. I ain't gotta be cold at all. I could, I could have Florida for four or five months and come back to Buffalo for the rest. That's like the dream scenario. But come to my Buffalo job, when it's the best part of the time here. <laughs> then Florida when it's the right the right time to right. be there. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Or, or just have her leave me, and then I just be. <laughs> then I. <laughs> no, I'm, well, just, I'm joking. I'm, jo I'm joking about that. But like her job, she can't just freely go from state to state whenever she feels like mm -hmm. like I could. I don't know, man. My my point was, and I'm so long winded about this, is that it's really twisted up my mind. It's occupying yeah. all of my time. I literally lay in bed at night right now trying to hope that the right solution just pops in my mind, but whatever it's mm -hmm. going to be, it's ultimately it's got to be. And I think this goes for anyone in life. When you make a decision, you really got to, you got to make it and you got to stick to your conviction and, and not look back because mm -hmm. I'm already, t I'm t I just told you five minutes ago, I'm like, no matter what I do, I feel like it's going to be the wrong thing. You know, you, you right. can't operate like that. Yeah, no matter what, you're going to have that buyer's remorse. Sure. You know, like, it's like, I, yeah, I, I could get the thing. I'll be really happy, but then I'll be upset I got the thing because I spent a lot of money. Uh, yeah. You know, like it, you're, you're making yourself happy regardless. But then it's like the whole time, the whole time it ruins the fun out of it because you're just like, oh, did I do the right thing or not? Like, oh, I think I screwed up, you know, yeah. but I think that's I think that's when the positives will then outweigh all of that as time goes on five years ago i couldn't get out of buffalo fast enough i spent my whole life there and i wanted to do something new and uh, you know you, after you're somewhere for a certain amount of time you get bored and again the winters get tea and all that stuff so i couldn't get mm -hmm. out of here fast enough but within one or two years i started missing buffalo and then i really started missing buffalo and i love buffalo but what's changed over the last four or five months is i've really started to like florida because i started to open up to the possibility of liking people down here and i have and they're great people man i've met a lot of really mm -hmm. cool people down here so uh, anyway we'll see what happens i'll keep i'll keep everyone updated and, uh, <laughs> in my big uh life dilemma right now but uh well speaking of buffalo 
there's nothing really going on with the Bills, so we'll check back in a week. Nothing with the Sabres right now. NHL lottery, they announced this on June 2nd, so we'll discuss draft prospects. Yeah, soon enough we'll do that. Maybe next week there'll be some coaching news that uh, we'll we'll be able to react to. But for now, it's like, bleh, with the Bills and Sabres. There's not much going on. I want to talk Buffalo NBA. Just for fun's and by the way, for fun's sake only. I don't think Joe and I think uh, the Buffalo Braves are coming back to Buffalo anytime soon. So let me put (laughs) that out there. But we saw, we both saw this week a tweet from uh, Michael Grange, and it said, it's widely believed the NBA will expand past 30 teams to recoup losses from the pandemic. He adds that Seattle and Vegas seem like the front runners to add a team. Last time the NBA expanded was 2004. And this brought a lot of uh, Buffalo fans chiming in about the NBA, including myself. What are your thoughts in a, I guess a fantasy world scenario. Like if, if the opportunity became like semi-realistic, is it something that you'd like to see? And also, is it something that you could see happening? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I, well, I would love to see it, you know, and it's, it, you know, some of it's for the nostalgia part of it. Cause I think, I think that era in Buffalo was just so, it was so ruined by, what was it? It was ownership, really. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Ownership kind of screwed the pooch on that one. They had they had a, they had fun players. You know, looking back on that, like I mean, I you know obviously wasn't watching it, but like you know they had Jack Ram, Doctor Jack Ramsey as co- as a coach. They had you know they had Bob McAdoo playing for him, and he was incredible uh, back in the day. And you know they they had a lot of there was a lot of fun with to to be had with that. I think if it, if they had stuck around. I think that would have been pretty good for the city, honestly. And I mean, it's not to say that it would have stuck around for a long time because, I mean, Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo was pretty hard in the 70s. It was a lot harder in the 80s, though. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that if they would have really survived all that. But I mean, I, I just imagine getting to see Michael Jordan come, you know, and, you know, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson rolling through in the 80s. I think I think that would have been enough to to really sustain things that they stuck around. But um but I mean, I look at what the NBA is doing, and yeah, I mean, Vegas and Seattle are you know, slam dunks. <laughs> Pun, it's not intended, but totally intended. <laughs> um, like they're automatics for, for teams. They've been trying to get a team back in Seattle since they left Seattle. So I get that. And Vegas, I mean, Vegas has proven itself to be a sports market now. You know, with the Knights and the Raiders are there. So. And the players love going to Vegas. I mean, they've had all star games in Vegas already. So, like, I get it. But I bet the uh, with the NBA, I, I think with what they're seeing, with how popular it is, even though I mean, there's there's qualms to be had about the game itself. You know, relying so much on threes. You know, it's threes and dunks where it's like, you know, those are the two most exciting things in the NBA. There's like, there, you know, people want to see like a lot of stuff from the '80s make a comeback. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like th- th- this is this is where it's at, and some people like it, some people don't. But like, you can't deny how exciting some of these games are. I mean, geez, that Warriors Lakers game last night was unbelievable yeah like that's that's a that's a like i mean that's the supreme talent of the league on display like and you play that game again next year with clay thompson back oh my god like that's that give me that for a western final and i'm i'm set man plus going to say it has a good rookie that wiseman this i think the second overall pick who was out he's uh mm-hmm. out for the year with an injury it's funny you say that because i tell you i've been lying a bed or lying uh you know sleepless at night because of this, like Buffalo versus Florida dilemma. Also, I was lying sleepless because I was up late watching that game. <laughs> that, that was a, that was an awesome game, man. Yeah, you're right. You know, 
look, I love the NBA. I mean, goddamn, I'm on Twitter literally all the time mm-hmm. with uh, NBA, you know, with those three equals or whatever, greater yep. than uh, than the Sabres. I've said, I love the NBA, man. I would, and I'm not joking. I mean, I'm trying, I know it sounds like I'm making a joke and I am, but I'm also being serious. I would trade the Sabres. I would trade the Bandits. I would trade the Bisons. I would trade all three of those teams. I would trade a bunch of Buffalo wing spots, uh, uh, you know, sponge candy. I said this on the show the other day, sponge candy and all that crap, man. And all kinds of Buffalo stuff. Weber's mustard. I would trade all that tomorrow for an NBA franchise expansion or an existing team wow. in a second. That's how much I love the NBA. I don't think it could happen because of finances. Yeah. Do you, I don't think yeah. a market like Western New York can, and that's not to say everybody's broken poor. That's not what I mean, but dude, you're talking mm-hmm. three professional teams. How do you yeah. do that? Because you can't really, like with the Bills, you can regionalize it so much better because you can use Canada, right? Mm-hmm. But with the NBA, you got the Raptors up there already. You know, so you, yeah. you really can't get into Ontario and other parts of Canada because they already yeah. got the Raptors. You got Cleveland and Ohio. So it's like, you know, I, I, I don't yeah. know, man. Well, I think that, that, that it's like there's so much appeal. And I think this is where like the – you know, when it, I think of the the way a newspaper breaks down sports coverage, you know, smaller newspapers, even um, they'll avoid doing major stuff. If they don't have a major sports team, they'll avoid discussing major stuff because they got to focus on the hyper local stuff. They got to focus on high school. And they got to do all that. And like high school ball is wild around is wild all over upstate New York. And like you get the Western and central New York. I mean, it's huge. I mean, Rochester ba- high school basketball is nuts. Buffalo high school basketball is pretty is pretty up and coming too. Yeah. And even like, I wish the college teams here were a little bit better. I mean, UB has been great at getting themselves on the scene. I mean, they're, they're turning into a farm for, for coaches at this point. And they've gotten so they've gotten so much better, both on the men's and the women's side. Like that's awesome. Um, I would love to see Canisius and Niagara and, you know, St. Bonaventure, everybody loves St. Bonaventure. So like, you know, that that's the main thing they've got going for them down there. But like the interest in basketball kind of stops at that. And even with college hoops, it it only comes up if those teams are really good and you get to the you know, conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament, then it's like, oh, okay, we're locked in now. I don't I, I wonder if an NBA team would be able to bring that kind of un, uniting feeling because because NBA fandom is NBA fandom's a little bit different. Because I mean, it, it would it would be really interesting to see how that would work in a place where they either haven't had a team in you know generations or they've never had a team. Because people become NBA fans because of stars. It's not necessarily teams. So like you know, you you end up watching and you're just like, oh man, I love Steph Curry, love LeBron, I love Giannis, I love all these guys. But like, are you buying seasons to your local team? Right. That's to, the you know, thing. just to guarantee one of, you know, a ticket against, you know, one of those teams or, you know, whatever number of tickets you get against them to see those players. I don't know. Like, I don't know that that's happening. I've, I'm looking right now as we're speaking, I looked up the average cost of a ticket for an NBA game and it's 94 bucks per seat. So would the fan interest be there for a, a Buffalo? Let's just say the Buffalo Braves, because that's what they used mm-hmm. to be. I, I think the fan interest would be there. I think there'd be a lot of, you know, people would be locked into the radio shows and the TV, you know, reporting and, and the Buffalo News and the Athletic. You know, I, I think there'd be a lot of mm-hmm. fan interest. But financially, can this market support three teams? I just don't think so. I mean, yeah. I just 
you would have to get rid of the Sabres. I, I think Buffalo would be able to have two pro teams. I don't think they could support three. And again, it's not, it's just a smaller market. There's not a lot of teams. If you think about it, how many cities are like around have an MLB, an NBA, and an NHL team? There's not many. Mm-hmm. There's not. I mean, Cleveland yeah. doesn't. Cleveland doesn't have a NHL team. Pittsburgh doesn't have an NBA team. I'm just thinking they, of so. They you might know. though <laughs> with yeah. this expansion. They they, they, they could. I mean, they might, I mean if, if the NBA goes the like say say they decide to blow it up to 36 teams, which would be wild. Like if they go 36 and you go with we add three of the West, three to the East. I mean, Pittsburgh's got to be one of those cities, right? Like sure. you got to you got to think that they'd be automatic. And I think that's where you start going back to the old ABA markets, honestly, too. Like. You start thinking about what uh, Cincinnati or uh, not. Um, I don't know about Cincinnati, but like St. Louis, St. Louis would totally get a team. That's another city where they got NHL, uh, NF. Uh, do they have an, no, they don't have an NFL team now. So <laughs> they just got. Um, oh, that's right. They left. Yeah. Yeah. They lost the Rams. Yeah. Right. So they've just got two. Um, but like you start thinking about like, you know, do you put a team in Cincinnati to kind of get like that Kentucky Colonels old vibe, like Cincinnati Royals, <laughs> if you want to go back to the fifties. I mean, but that point, just put a team in Fort Wayne and a team in Rochester. If you're, if you're going to, if you're going to go back to the old fifties, the fifties teams. But, right. Do you, um, do you think fans would, I've made my intentions real clear. I'd get rid of the Sabres tomorrow. And again, this is never yeah. going to happen. Just so we're, we're uh, clear on this. Not quite sure what you would think. I know you're a hockey guy at, at heart. I know you love sports, but mm-hmm. you're also a hockey guy at heart. Do you think Western New York, you've been living here long enough now, so I, I think you get a good pulse of the region. Do you think that this region would rather support an NBA team than an NHL team? I get the feeling that that answer is no. Well, like, no. What do you think? No, I don't, I, I don't think so. Um I think there's an uncomfortable conversation to be had about that. Yeah. Um, when it comes to demographics, Very. Um, I think that's. I don't know if I don't know how heavy we. It's Casual Friday. I don't know if we want to get yeah. too heavy into that. No, not on Casual. Friday, but I mean, but you're right. Th- there's there there's a conversation that that can be had there about that, and I don't know that. I don't know that people would go over the top to support an NBA team. I mean, obviously, if they started winning. You get an NBA team that's a winner. If you got a superstar on it, people are going to come out no matter what. And if you got like a rivalry, if you start a rivalry right away with Toronto, yeah, people are going to show up because people hate Toronto here. (laughs) Or you get people from, you know, coming over from Southern Ontario just to hate on Buffalo. So, I mean, you'd get some of that. But, um, but to give up the, to give up a hockey team for, for an NBA team, I don't see many people saying yes. Maybe now they would because the Sabres are so bad. You just be like, whatever, just get something else in here. We don't want to watch these guys anymore. But um baseball, but baseball is a more realistic one. What do you think about baseball? Yeah. Same thing. I think I you know what? I think because it's the opposite season, I think that's that has a better chance of succeeding. Absolutely. And you don't have to build I mean I'm sure MLB would pressure them to build a new park, but you don't have to because the way uh the way Salem's Field was built was that it could be expanded up, and the guys who built it were the same ones who built Camden Yards. So, like, yeah, I mean, if you look the the layout of Camden Yards and and Salem Field, it's the same. Like the lower bowl thing, it's it's totally the same. Um, so, I, I, I mean, that can be done. I mean, granted, if you stack up sections on top of that, you're looking at a really steep view from up high. <laughs> so that would be really tough. But like. Could it work? I I think so. I, I I think you'd have to be really careful about ticket pricing, though. I think that's I think that's the big thing because then you're looking at, um, 
you know, and it's not like baseball packs the house every game. Every, you know, no teams pack the house every single game. Very few do anyways. Right. Um, you, you have games where it's just like, boy, is anybody going to this game? I mean, crying out loud, you know, Marlins built a new stadium. I mean, granted, they they soaked they soaked Dade County to get it. But like they built a new stadium. Nobody goes. Nobody goes to those games. Nobody goes to the Tampa games. Like, and I mean, that's an old decrepit park. If they built something new there, people would probably go. I would imagine. But um, and it's not the right spot down there either. I, you can speak to that better, I'm sure. But um, but I mean, it, you know, some of these places like nobody really turns out for them. And but I mean, if you got the financial backing to make it work, why not? I mean, if if the rich family decided like, hey, you know, we love the Bisons. Screw it, we're stepping up. We're, we want an ML. Let's get an MLB team in here. I'm sure baseball would be like, well, we've looked at you twice before. We're going to expand, so why not? There's a huge baseball history there. Let's take a look. I, I think I think people here would be more behind that than they would the NBA. I agree, and I love your point, and I think that's the single biggest reason, too, is that it's not competing. I said that I don't think the NBA, an NBA franchise, and the Sabres could both be here without even thinking about the, the most obvious point is that not only would they both be here, but they'd be playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like the Sabres and, and yeah. the NBA, their seasons go at the same time. There's no way that works. I don't, MLB outside shot. But again, I mean, people like, for an example, I, and I hear a lot of people talking about it, like tickets just went on sale for a limited amount of games and they're expensive, you know, to get these games. Yeah, The average major league baseball ticket price right now is roughly like around 50 bucks. There's 81 baseball games in a year, man. Are you going to be able to consistently get, uh, you know, 30,000 people to go to games or 25, 30,000, which is funny. Now, I don't know what the threshold is for, for making money with baseball because down here in Tampa, Jesus Christ, man, I mean, they're a World Series team and God, and this is why I hate Tampa. This is why I hate, I hate Tampa fans more than anything in the world. I think they're the absolute <laughs> pits. Their garbage are the worst. But anyway, Tampa's a World Series team, and they get like 11,000 fans per game for a big chunk of the season. If it's not the Yankees mm-hmm. or Red Sox in town, they're lucky they don't even pull 11, 12,000. But yeah, could Buffalo support, you know, like I said, with an average of $50 per ticket and 81 games a year? I don't know. But I, I do agree that I think baseball would have a much bigger chance than the NBA, much to my chagrin, for the record. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'll say this. The, uh, the average ticket price might be 50 bucks. I can tell you. The price for all the tickets that went on sale today, almost all of them over fifty dollars. Yeah, like, unless you're sitting like way down the line, those like and it, depending on the team because they changed the ticket price based sure. on who was who was here. Because why wouldn't you? Um, like for 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 the Marlins game, it's forty bucks to sit down the right field line, but for the Yankees, it was a uh, hundred hundred and ten. Yeah, hundred you know hundred whatever. And like if you want to sit. Like kind of behind, you know, from third base to first base behind home plate. Uh, that for the Yankee series that ran you two sixty nine, which I mean, for if you're in a major league park and you want to sit there, it's probably what it's going to run you. But like, it's a minor league park and it's always minor league prices. Like for sixteen bucks, I could sit by the dugout at a Bison's game. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> so so like, I mean, and you're talking about you know marking up the ticket price by that much. So people are just like. Bleh. What do you mean? I don't want to pay that much. And like, I get that, but also it's major league baseball guys. Like you want to see the Yankees, you want to see them that close. You got to pay up. Is it because it's kind of gimmicky too in term? And what I mean by that is it's a limited amount of dates. Like if there yeah. were going to be 81 games a year, I don't think the tickets would be 
I think they'd be a little more reasonable, but because mm-hmm. it's only, I don't know, what what is that? I think like maybe up to, I think maybe 59 home games they might be yeah, playing in Buffalo. Like which is actually, it's a lot. It's expensive it's, though. It's I, a good amount. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I think it's a fun conversation to have. But at the end of the day, man, we're I think we're stuck with the Sabers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuck with Sabers it. have to figure it out for the sanity of the city. Yeah, <laughs> at least the Bills are good. That's that's always the qualifier. Yeah. Oh at my God, the can Bills you, are good. Can you imagine what the the spirit of, of the city would be like right now, the way the Sabers are, if the Bills were inept, if they were still as bad as they were for seventeen years? Can you just imagine oh. how down the city would be right now? With the pandemic and just life being so hard and the Sabres being complete shit, mm-hmm. if the Bills were the same way, oh my God, it would be so Complete bad. misery. Yeah. Like like a sunny day, people would just be like, I don't care. Just whatever. <laughs> Everybody would just be miserable. That would make your decision on Florida way easier. You'd just be like, screw this, I'm staying here. Yeah, well, it's not because of sports. Because again, <laughs> if I want to become a bandwagon Tampa, Tampa guy, I got the Super Bowl champion Bucks. I got the uh, Stanley Cup champion oh, Lightning. Huh? I got the oh, world okay. never. I got the World Series <laughs> runner-up uh, Tampa Rays. So Tampa teams are really good down here. It's just the fans that suck and they don't deserve them. <laughs> anyway, we'll, isn't that the way? Isn't that the perfect way? <laughs> it is the perfect way. All right, we'll be right back and we're going to get into our segment and do our starting five right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, that first half hour to me was just small talk that I really don't care about because the only... The only thing I'm excited about for this podcast is is doing this specific uh, starting five draft. But before that, last week, Joe and I drafted teams of 20th century TV shows. And uh, yeah, I got my ass handed to me yet again. It's just becoming, I did get trounced. Uh, To recap, Joe drafted Cheers, The Simpsons, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Cosby Show, and Roseanne. I drafted Seinfeld, Family Ties, Three's Company, Happy Days, Welcome Back, Cotter. Joe ended up getting more than two to one. He beat me uh, 68% uh, to 32%. Almost 69%. Damn. 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 This is definitely a, a pattern with me. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I've gotten crushed. And I'm looking at the percentages of past polls. Actually, the 32 I had is pretty on par with how shitty I've been for quite a while now. So I did 20th century TV shows. I got, like I said, the the 32. 
I also did movie villains and only got 16%. Uh, I did movie soundtracks with, with Del Reed. These were with mm -hmm. and 39%. The rest, I'm, I'm not even told. They're so embarrassed that I'm not even going to go over um, these numbers. <laughs> I, I fall into the, you know, I regret. So last week, I regret my last two picks. Uh, I, I think in hindsight, I, I could have done way better. I think I pay, and I think this is a habit of mine when I do these drafts. I paid too much homage to, to old shows. Uh, like when I was a little yeah. kid with happy days, I, I corner, I corner the millennial vote. Yeah. <laughs> but even, well, you know, I, I balance, uh, I balance, I try to balance staying true to, to, to what I really liked or like mm -hmm. to, you know, wanting some, some fans voting to, to believe in what I'm saying. But as I look back, I'm like, I really didn't like happy days all that much. I don't know why I put it on there. I was trying to be different. Like I like happy days. Happy days is not a great, it's not a night to me. It's not a top five show anyway. And then welcome back Carter. That was on for like three years. And I liked Vinny Barbarino and I thought they were pretty funny. I was also like four freaking years old when this shit came out and watch it later <laughs> in syndication. It's like, you know, I, I, again, I, I could have done better. Miami vice was, I should have picked Miami vice. I really liked that show in the eighties. And Larry, I was so mad I didn't pick the Wonder Years. Oh my god! Yeah, so that's mad. right. I, I did. I, see. I totally blanked on the Wonder Years, and I was like, "No, oh, that was such a good show." I mentioned it when we were going over honorable mentions, like the Larry Sanders show. I loved that show. Like if I would have picked Miami Vice and Larry pick. Sanders instead of Three's Company and Happy, or instead of Happy Days and Welcome Back, Carter, and even if I would have got thirty-two percent of the votes, still at least I would have been happy because I would have been like, "All right, I picked the the true best five. But I feel like mm -hmm. it's like when you uh. You know, you, you play a game. Yeah, I left something on the table. I didn't give you my best punch, man. And uh, that's kind of, that's what. You know, it's like drafting the Sabres. <laughs> it is just like <laughs> drafting the Sabres. Let's see if I can redeem myself this week because we are doing TV show theme songs. And this is something that's near and dear to my heart. But before that, like, what do you got before we get I'm going? I'm doing right? stretches before we do this. But also, I, I want to ask, there's a couple of things. The... If, if it's a song that was a, if it was an already existing song and they used it as their theme, can we say that that's out? Because that song was on its own. Right. As like, it stood out on its own. Like, because I'm thinking like, okay, for example, the Wonder Years, they used Joe Cocker. Yeah. Like that song was out, you know, 20 years before the show even Agreed. started. I don't like Can that. you call that the theme and just be like, oh, it was so, you know, because uh, that's because that song didn't exist for the show. Correct. I my my take on that is the Wonder Years and also uh Bosom Buddies, because that was Billy Joel's. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't have any of those, either of those in there. And my opinion on that is they weren't songs that were written specifically for the TV show. Like they mm -hmm. were hits already, like Joe Cocker, like you said, with the Wonder yeah. Years. My take is, and maybe we should have went over some ground rules. I'm glad you're bringing this up because <laughs> I, I don't think that they should be included in a draft because I think that there's songs that were used for the TV show, but they already stood out on their own before. Okay. Like, I'm okay. I'm glad because I kept all of those out <laughs> for the most part. Um, now the other one is pop culture relevance. How strong does that affect our choices? Like how much, did the did the music for it play into it becoming more of a thing a thing that's a into the future that's a great question um for me personally 
I didn't really factor in pop culture reference, but if you do, it's definitely fair. Unlike okay. the first topic, like I said, I, because I don't think those were song t- real TV theme songs. I mean, like if that's like that song existed for the show, mm-hmm. and then people heard it and they're just like, "Oh my god, I'm going to use it for this, 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 this." Right? And like it became a thing that just carried on. It, it's a, you can use it, and it's fair to use it as long as you like the song. Like if you're picking a song okay. that you don't think is good, like you didn't like the theme song, however, it's so popular and used all mm-hmm. over the place that you put it in your five. I wouldn't like if, I'm fi- do- if I'm fishing for votes, basically. Yeah, if you're, you're fishing okay. for votes, like this is like like this draft, it's our starting five. That means it's your favorite five. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. not necessarily mm-hmm. what five do you think are the most uh popular worldwide or, or nationwide or the mm-hmm. five that are gonna get you the most uh the highest percentage of votes on Twitter, which by the way, unrelated Joe. So I, and I'm going to start, inter- I'm going to start talking about this a little bit in the future on the podcast. So I have this thing on Twitter. I like to write, uh, I have, I call it Pat's power rank is that I've been ranking all kinds of shit on there. Phil Collins songs, Hall and Oates songs, journey songs, nice. Leonardo DiCaprio movies. I do those and I get a lot of interaction from them, but those are my personal favorites. Like I mm-hmm. had, I did a Phil Collins one just the other day and I had um, Against All Odds ranked higher than Something in the Air Tonight. I know Something in the Air or in the Air Tonight is way more popular, but like Against All Odds was like the hangover. Like the hangover yes, made right, that more popular. Right. When Mike Tyson banged the eardrums. Yeah. Absolutely. But it, my point was it was my favorite song, Phil Collins' song, Against All Odds. So that's why mm-hmm. I had it ranked. I kind of have the same attitude with TV theme shows or, or songs for uh, shows. If you like the song and it's hugely popular, great. Like I have one that I think is very commercially popular, and mm-hmm. but it's I also love the song. Now, if I did it, and I don't really like the, the the theme of it, but I know it's gonna play well. Then nah, I don't I don't I don't like that. Okay, all right. No, that I'm 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 glad we have that clear because that helps me straighten out my list uh, mm-hmm. a bit because I, I have again it's on my notes here on my phone. Like it's not with, with like some apology or I got hacked thing. For Twitter. <laughs> but like, this is, but this is like, Oh man, how many shows? I, th- I think I've got about 20 or 30 shows on here. That's so, funny. You say that. And I, actually... I didn't, and I didn't rank them. So it's just a scattershot list of just like, Ugh. so if I stagger on any of these, it's because I was an idiot. I got a couple tears. It's funny. I put more thought and more uh, notes into this one than any category I've done. And we'll see how it plays out. But I got my top tier. Like I got like, I think seven shows that I really want. I'm counting, you know, potential of you taking one or two of them. Right. And then I got a second tier where I could live if these shows were there. But then I got about another, I got 18 total shows that like could be honorable mention if if they're not. So I'm sure we'll spend some time going over those. And I got a couple that are really popular because I know for a fact when I put up this poll this weekend that people are going to be like, where's this? Where's that? I'm going to tell people on this show, I don't like them ahead of time. But anyway, so last week. I'm trying to remember. So I'm going back to last week where, where you kicked my ass. Yeah, I had the first pick because I took Seinfeld and you counted what you're next to. So we got to mm-hmm. flip it. And this time you're going to get your first pick and then I'm going to get my next two. So if you're good, I'm good, man. Let's. Uh... Yeah, well, I'm good. But now it's just like, what do I start with? That's that's the biggest thing, because I because I've got an idea of how I think you're going to go. Right. Like I've got it in my head. So you're, I, you're I, strategizing. I, I, Right. I kind of want to cock block you on some of these. So like, I just want to just, you know, where I'm just like, do I want to take this to, because it's a good choice and will also upset him or just 
just stick to what I have. Now, if I ranked them out, I would be fine. Like last week, I, I had them ranked out, and I was like, nope, I'm good. I'm solid with this list. This I am not <laughs> because it's just like so many of these I think are good and uh, like others I think are iconic, mm-hmm. but I think some of them are for there, there's a couple on here that I know are fishing for votes. Let's put it that way. Like mm-hmm. if I say that and I don't, bu- I don't believe into it. I'm just like, nope, I've got this one. I'm going to beat you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I respect, I respect the strategy. I do. And again, long as you're sticking with shows that you like, I, I like mm-hmm. the fact that you're, so you're trying to get, you know, your shows in certain positions, I'm kind of doing the same. So there is some strategy involved in this. Okay. So I, I'm going to go off. My number one choice is the Sopranos. Okay. I have that. That that theme song is set you in the mood for the show. Every time, like every episode, you're just like, all right, let's go. We let's go. Like it's, it's go time. What's Tony getting up to this week? What's Christopher going to do? Christopher. Like what, you know, all these things, you're just like, what, you know, what's Polly Walnuts, like how, how many F words is he going to drop this week? Everything, everything put you in the mood for that. I got, I got it going right now. I'm trying to at least, like I got some bumper music for some of these. So if I could get them on while you can. Yeah. For the record, I, I told you that I have two tiers and that mm-hmm. was in tier one. So you definitely took one of mine okay. from, uh, from tier one. So, all right. So Joe's going with the Sopranos on the first one and I'm up for two here. All right. Uh. Now, like you, I, I have tiers, but I don't have like listed one through five. Mm. And uh, <laughs> you're going to laugh when I put my number one, because <laughs> you talk of pop cultural uh, significance. I feel like for different reasons, like The Sopranos is just iconic, mm-hmm. whereas this one is not like in that way, but it's still one of my favorites. I'm going to play it, man. I'm going with the Golden Girls. That's my first pick. Ooh. I love the Golden Girls yeah, as a TV. Pick. The Golden Girls as a TV show mm-hmm. it was a good show. I didn't think it was a great show, but I did watch it. But thank you for being. I still oh, sing that shit all the time. Every time, put it this way: every time I hear that song, I don't like. I don't turn it off. You know, if I'm listening mm-hmm. to it, I play the whole thing through the whole intro. I don't just, uh, you know, click off of it. So. I love that one, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot no, of people are probably listen. That's a really good pick. Usually it's like rounds three or four where I get myself into trouble and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, uh, or I lose my votes. I think I might be starting off getting myself in trouble like right from the get-go here with round one. But I'm, I'm sticking <laughs> with it, man. So that's one. And then two, and I'm, and I, you know, I'm going back to the 80s again, but I can't help it. The Jeffersons. Oh, man, that's on my list. Okay. That, that, I love the Jeffersons. I love the TV Fantastic. show. This is another one. It's to me, it's just catchy. And, and, you know, I also have a lot of respect for these TV show themes that, like, really kind of, like, stand the test of time. And this is one of those, like I said, God, this has got to be, what, 30, 35 years or older at least. So, yeah, yeah, man, I'm just, I've always loved that show and I always loved that song. And there's a couple of these, by the way, where I don't necessarily love the show, but I at least love the theme song. But Mm -hmm. I love both of those there. So, yeah, I'm going Golden Girls and I'm going to go the Jeffersons. Those are my first two picks. That's that's really solid. That's uh, put some you put some quake in my boots with those. That's uh, <laughs> that's a really strong start. Um, this next one is even though it's a show that I mean, man, I remember this being on when I was like I was young, and this was a, this was like a theme song that I always heard all the time, and I was just like, oh man. And then I you know grow up, you make friends, and like your other friends are just like, oh man, I love that show, and I'm like oh the song, it's great. It's the greatest American hero. Oh, you son of a bitch. 
<laughs> you want to hear what's funny? Uh, listen, I don't even have to look it up. I'm going to tell you right now. So quick, quick side story before you get back into that. <laughs> so on my bumper right now, like this mixer that I have for Joe and I recording this, I only have spots for five bumpers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I had two tiers. One of them's got seven. The other's got another one. But this was in my top five. This was going to be one of my top five picks. I have it on my mixer. And again, I only had room for five bumpers. And this this was one of them. Good pick. So wait, you're saying I've taken two two of the songs that were on your on your The on your Sopranos bumper. was on my tier one. However, I don't know oh. that it would have been top five. Like gotcha. Sopranos would have been my backup if you would have taken one of my top five, which one of my top five was indeed Greatest American Hero. I don't so know I've, how that I've, plays out in voting. And I don't care because that song yeah, is iconic. No, I had to win back some of the some of the the Gen X and and Boomer voters there, so I I, I want to say that that I did that with that because, but like like I said, that was a show that I mean, like I remember, remember watching it as a kid and just being like, wow, this is this is kind of cool, and like I I don't think I ever watched it again when I got older, but like the song always stuck, sure. like the song always stuck because it was just like, wow, okay, yeah. That's a great. Like, that was just like that was a, that was a show where I think the theme song might have the theme song might have been better than the show. <laughs> I had that number four on my list, by the way. That was that was coming. And I wasn't even going to be my last pick. It was going to be like, well, oh, I get the next two after you pick one. That was mm-hmm. going to be one of my next two picks. I'm, I'm kind of mad at you now. All right, you got another one. <laughs> um, I'm thinking I might have another one of your picks here, honestly, because I'm picking Laverne and Shirley. That is on my, that's on my tier two. That wasn't one of my, but, but again, my, my tier two is like picks eight through like 12. So it was high up there for sure. Okay. But like, yeah, that, that's another theme song that like, I think withstood the test of time. I mean, it got referenced. I mean, there was a whole scene in the movie Wayne's world (laughs) where they used it. And like that show was in, uh, it was in syndication constantly. And so like, you just see that opening of the show. There you hear it. Like, it's a it's a perfect theme song. It is. It's such a great song. <laughs> I think if if my memory serves me correctly, and this is an absolutely great song. If this if it, my memory serves me correctly, this was on uh, this was on Tuesdays, and it was on right after Happy Days, I believe. I believe the block used to go when I and I was a kid. It was Happy Days at 8 o'clock on Tuesdays, and then I believe it was Laverne and Shirley, and I think Three's Company was on after that. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, I love that. I love that song. That's on my that's on yeah. my tier two here. Yeah, I like I've got a and I might well no, I'm not gonna tip my hand to you. No, no. <laughs> We're not done with this yet, so I'm not gonna tip my hand. So uh so yeah, I feel good about that. But now you're probably gonna you're gonna twist the screws on me now. Well, no, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm I'm scrambling a little bit. All right, so I got two here. And I'm going to, and I'm looking at mine. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a show that you took last week in our draft of 20th century TV shows mm-hmm. where I love the show or I like the show a lot. I didn't always love the show, but the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the theme song from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, man. It's um one of my favorites. It's a great song, man. And again, just like I said with uh, with the Golden Girls, when this comes on, I don't turn it off. I listen to the whole entire thing. So 
This is a pretty easy one for me. I'm a little bit annoyed. I'm still, I can't get over to Greatest American Hero. I would have bet money <laughs> that that was going to, uh, that that was going to, uh, to stick. Uh, so I got to kind of scramble here a little bit. This is a show that I just told you that I should have picked with, uh, last week, but I didn't and I regret it. And I'm going to go back to the eighties, uh, Friday night, 10 o'clock NBC and Miami vice, man. And not even any, there's no lyrics in it at all, but I just love the music and I love the beat. So yeah. John Hammer. Yes. Yes. Greatest too. Yep. I had this on my, you know, it's funny. I have a bunch of MB3s and I have a playlist that I have on my phone. Sometimes when I go walking around the neighborhood and, uh, I play songs and there's, so I got about 35, 40 songs and that that's one of them. So, uh, I feel pretty good about Miami vice. It was like my five, I have a five, a and a five B. Like I said, you stole one of my top mm-hmm. four, uh, but yeah. All right. So I'm going fresh Prince of Bel Air and I'm going Miami vice. And now you're going to be on the clock and you're going to, these are going to be your last two picks here. Okay. So this is, this is where I'm torn now. One of my ideas was to not go back to the well of shows that I used last week. Mm-hmm. That was one of my thoughts. So Fresh Prince was on my list, but I was like, ah, it seems cheap if I was, it seems cheap and like, I'm not being creative. Right. If I, if I just say, oh, I'm going to pick it again, but I'm a little scared right now. I'm a little scared by, by what you've got going on here. And I, I'm debating really strongly here and I, I'm trying to not to. And there's one that I know that I could I could rake in a lot of votes if I pick it. I think I know where you're going. There that like that's a that's a totally separate one. Like that's totally separate if I pick that. Um that's where like this is why my question about iconic themes that last through time mm. comes into play. And <laughs> um this is where I'm kind of stalling. Um drama i love it yeah build up you know what i'm gonna go to the 80s too okay i'm i'm just flying by the seat of my pants uh this was an 80s action show and this was one that when i was this is a show i should not have been watching in kindergarten kindergarten first grade but my me and my friends all did and we all love this uh it's the a team good one good one that was uh that theme is just was kick-ass that whole thing like the whole thing was just like from the whole thing where you hear the guy reading off describing what the a team is then getting into it then you hear it playing and you're like oh yeah let's go that was a mr t is ba baracus like let's do this (laughs) that was a friday friday i think that was a friday show and i take a lot of pride remembering what days shows Mm -hmm. were on and and what uh cbs show i think what character or uh yeah it was I can't remember if it was CBS or if it was NBC, to be honest with you, man. I I, oh, yeah. I don't remember. I can't get the theme up, though, man. I, people put it this way. I, I'm pretty sure people know it. Hold on, I, I, think pe- I, I hope people know what the eighth theme theme is. If they don't, oh, my God, you're in for a treat. Is this it? No, this is... I think I got the wrong one here. No, I don't think that's nah, it. That's that not it. Uh, anyway, everyone knows the AT. People who are voting. <laughs> <on> t- <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> See, now it's going to be in everybody's head. That's some good improvising right there. All right, so Joe goes with the A team, which, by the way, that's an underrated one. That's a good one. Okay, so you got one more. All right, so now that's put me in the mood to pick this one. Um, this one is also 
this one is even more iconic. I think this might be the most iconic theme song of any any show that we put on this. And I'm I'm even going over your head saying whatever you pick last, it's not going to be as good. It's not going to be as iconic as this one. It's the theme from Mission Impossible. Ooh. Everybody in the world knows the theme to Mission Impossible. Yeah. Everybody has used this at some point in their life, goofing around as a kid, sneaking around, you know, just being a being a jackass. It's showed up in every movie you can think of, even the, the non-Mission Impossible movies. It's it, it it's another song where I think it's better than the show actually was. And the show was pretty fun. I mean, it's from the 60s, so like you know, only re- only reruns for for probably both of us here, but um, but like that 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 theme song, holy crap, man! Everybody knows the the Mission Impossible theme song. Yeah, that's a really good one. My God, I'm I'm so stuck here because I got the last one here. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't have any I don't have any more bumpers left anyway. So I didn't bump Mission Impossible. <laughs> I'm not gonna bump mine either. Do I wanna? Do I want to? Do I want to try to fish for votes or do I want to stay true? Because if I stay, see, I, if you don't pick the fish for votes one, I, I, I want to see if we're on the same page. I think we would be on the same page. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to fish for votes. I'm not okay. going to fish for votes. Um, Oh God, I know this is going to cost me. I know this is going to kill me, but I can't freaking help myself. I'm going all the way back to the eighties. Imagine that mm-hmm. Saturday nights, the thing from the love boat. Ooh, <laughs> the theme from the love okay. boat. The love okay. boat. I love that song. <laughs> it's the cheesiest show ever. Dude, okay. just people. I love the fact on the love boat that it would be a a variety cast. People would be coming on the boat to find love mm-hmm. or whatever it would be. But just that song to me has stood the test of time, and uh, it's an iconic one. So let me go over our five, and then we'll go over a couple honorable mentions, and let's see if we're on the same page about the one uh, yeah. that we didn't ch- choose. All right, so Joe selected The Sopranos, Greatest American Hero, Laverne and Shirley, The Love Boat, or I'm not- No, The Love Boat was you. My bad. I got these (laughs) written down. Let me start over. The Sopranos, Greatest American Hero, Laverne and Shirley, The A-Team, and Mission Impossible. I have drafted The Golden Girls, The Jeffersons, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Miami Vice, and The Love Boat. Essentially, I drafted four shows from the 80s and one from the 90s. It never fails, man. I, I always go back to, to that era. It never you know, fails. I think you might win this one. I think this is a poll you're going to win. Because I, th- I think people are going to be they're going to be more on top of the, the stuff that's a little bit more recent. I went back maybe a little bit too far back in the day. And I might be I might be fishing for for my iconic thing because, yeah, I mean, to me, there. I had some others on my iconic list where I was just like, I don't know if that's if that's pushing it too much because these are old. I mean, they're older shows. Right. So I don't know. But like those themes stand through time, even though it's not like which was which one was your fishing for votes pick? My fishing for votes one was well, before that, let me ask you this. So you're going to be able to okay. sleep at night tonight. You're going to feel good about who you picked. Like even if you get 20 percent of the votes and you get your ass kicked because he- I, that's yeah, how I'll I feel. feel I feel good about it. The, the one I'm mad that I, I wasn't able to get was Golden Girls because I think that that I thought I was going to be able to sneak that one through. I thought that one would be able to be like I I could sit on that till I get my my back to back picks and then you jumped on it right away and I was like okay 
All right. But then I felt good that I that I snagged Greatest American Hero from you because I figured that one that one I figured was gonna be my was gonna be my Gen X boomer ace in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> if you did it, if I would have been able to get Greatest American Hero on my team instead of the Love Boat, I'd be going to Vegas right now and throwing down some money yeah. that that I would do well. But anyway, the show that I think would have been fishing for votes. There's two of them, but the one that came to my mind because I flat out don't like the other one was the theme from Cheers. That that was what oh. that's the one I was considering throwing out there. But I I would have been not staying true to myself because I didn't love the song that much. But it was hugely mm-hmm. popular. Now I I stayed away from that because I picked Cheers last week. Mm-hmm. That that was the one I was referencing where I was just like, yeah, I don't I don't want to go back. I don't right. want to go back to one that I used last week. People are gonna bitch uh, about that, by the way, on on Twitter. Oh, Take that yeah. to the well, bank. The uh, the one I stayed away from that would have been fishing for votes was a theme from Friends. Yeah, it's funny because I, I was like, I could slam dunk this right now and just steal votes because people are just going to be like, you know, especially with the Friends reunion show coming out soon. So it's like, all right, let me give uh, you a hot no. take. I hate Friends. I hate the show, and I <laughs> I hate the theme song. I hated that song, and I hated the show. I hate everything about it. So I I have it written down in my notes. There were three shows that I wrote down because I know. Two of them are going to get questioned a lot. One of them was Cheers, because like I said, it's just so mm-hmm. iconic. But I yep. liked it, but I didn't love it. And then I knew Friends. I knew Friends was going to come up during our conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the show. So I could have had a starting 20 instead of a starting five. I still would not have wow. picked it. I hate it. See, if we, because my idea was to do 10. And like we would have, this the show would have been three hours long. If we <laughs> right. Let's put it that way. But like if we did 10, Friends, the Friends probably makes my list just because. At some point, I got to be like, I can't leave it on the board. I just can't. Right. Like, it's it. I wasn't a fan of the show either, but like the song sticks. Like, that's that's the whole thing with it where I'm just like, uh, all right, I guess. Wasn't Eighth it, round. I'll like take the Rembrandts. It wasn't Rembrandts or something like that. Uh, Rembrandts. Rembrandts. I don't know. I, I hated it though. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like the uh, the other ones that I was th- I was thinking about MASH. It's a good one. Whose side is painless? Um, but again, like that's, I don't know if I'm skewing too old with my picks there. Like that's one where I was like, well, I already took Laverne and Shirley and Greatest American Hero. I'm already like, I, I can't go, I can't go hard old. Um, but then I, <laughs> the other ones I had were the theme from Dragnet. Okay. Like iconic that you hear it everywhere. Every sporting event has drag, you know, you go to a hockey game, somebody plays yep. it at some point. Yep. Uh, and the other one's the theme from the Peter Gunn. I don't know that one. Oh, you do. I do. You a hundred percent. You a hundred percent know it. You just don't know that it's the theme from Peter Gunn. Huh. I'll I gu- look, it I look it up right now. I guarantee it. Um, I also thought about taking Game of Thrones. Yeah, I didn't know if that was too new. Like I didn't know if pe- like and people are people kind of hate on it right now just because they hated season eight. But like that theme is perfect. That's that's like a perfect theme song for that show. I'm watching it right now, literally as as we speak. Um, in fact, last night, my wife and I were on, we're in season seven. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an iconic, uh, it's kind of like Miami vice in a way and that there's, there don't, there don't need to be any lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's an iconic show. Uh, but, uh, this Peter Gunn one, man, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to think and I, I, I can't think of it. I'm seeing if I could try to look it up here real quick while we talk. Mm-hmm. This is it. But, um, hold on. I got it. Yeah. So uh, this Oh yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, I did not know what this was. Everybody's heard that one. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, I, you get a pass, and you're right. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, now I thought about taking the theme from the Lone Ranger, but that's not the theme of the show because that's the uh, what the eighteen or the William Tell Overture. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, William Tell Overture or the over the eighteen. No, it's William Tell Overture. So I was like, nope, can't be that. <laughs> can't do that because that that wasn't made. That was made in you know, like centuries ago. Like we're not. That wasn't made for the Lone Ranger. Um, and, and I also thought about Sesame Street. That's a good, that would have been surprising. I would have been surprised with that one, but it would have made I, sense. That I would have felt would have been a reach. That like, would have, that would have made sense. Some other stuff on the board, but like everybody would have been like, everybody knows that. This might everybody be, knows the Sesame Street. This might be the first draft ever where I feel like I wasn't the one who was into the old shows. Like a lot of these ones that you're, uh, that you've, uh, whether they're honorable mentions or, or actual selections, mm-hmm. are actually even older than mine. Kinda yeah. Like well, that. I mean, I mean, Dra- Dragnet. I watched a ton when I was a kid because my dad would watch it on like, uh, like Nick at Night or whatever, mm-hmm. or like uh, a TBS showed it or something like that. And like, yeah, I mean, Joe Friday and 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 um, and in those guys, just like that whole show was just. I mean, it was so stone serious all the time. Yeah. Like it cracked me up because it was. But like that theme was it pounded in your head, the beginning and the end of every every episode. So like that, that was great for me. To I mean, I still like it, but it's cheesy. And then you got I mean, like the movie Dragnet is. I love that movie. That was with, with Tom uh, Hanks, right? Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I remember that. Because Dan Aykroyd was uh, what Joe Friday's kid or mm-hmm. something like that, or like his nephew or something like crazy. Yeah. Um, but I also like, I thought about the Family Matters theme and also the Full House theme. I got the full house running down as one of my honorable mentions. Okay. And I like family matters too. You would have been yeah, dipping, into like, the ni- yeah. dipping into the nineties there. Yeah. But uh, the other one that I thought would have been kind of a sneaky move, uh, Jeopardy. Ooh, I never thought of Jeopardy. I never thought of any game show that would have yeah. worked. That would have been a good Je- one. I mean, that, that, I'm just like, thinking like iconic stuff or like stuff that like just lasts through time. You know what? Jeopardy theme is so huge. We could make a separate category right now. If I made an imaginary person, like if people aren't listening to this podcast, but I made an imaginary third person who drafted a team and we called them Billy and we put <laughs> Cheers, Friends, and Jeopardy as the first three picks. I oh, they'd kill us. They'd kick both our asses. <laughs> yeah. Ra- Rando, Rando Calrissian would beat our ass. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me run down a couple that I got here, honorable mentions. Um, a lot of them, well, you know, a lot of these are old too. I got Sanford and son. That oh, was, awesome. that was one I liked a lot going back to the well from last week. Happy days. I did like the mm-hmm. theme song. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, I, nice. In fact, you know what? It's funny. I actually went back and listened to that when I was putting this list together. I was like, is this worthy of being in that top tier? And I concluded no, but I did like it. Um, a couple of NBC shows from the eighties, different strokes. I like that one a lot. Ooh, uh, yeah. The Facts of oh, Life. Man. The Facts of yep. Life. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Hill Street Blues. I got mm-hmm. Growing Pains, which is a cheesy ass show, but I liked it, man. Um, I see, I was trying to think of that theme and it didn't jump into my head right away. The Growing like, Pains it, uh, that, one? Yeah. The Mr. Belvedere theme wouldn't leave my head, but like, but the Growing Pains theme, like, I was just like, what was that theme? I don't remember it. It was, uh, oh, hold show on. me that smile again. Yes, show me that yeah. smile again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yep. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I think of it right now as we're discussing it. <laughs> that's pretty. Imp- that's pretty impressive to me that you actually could. Uh, that you could remember that. <laughs> but oh no. man, I I hate my brain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was a good one. And then I have uh, the other one. I have is 
and going back to an old show is The Odd Couple. I, I like The Odd Couple with uh, oh, Tony man. Randall and and, and, okay. and I think it was Jack Klugman. Uh, Jack Klugman, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Now, I did write down two that I think are popular, or at least one that's popular. Like I said, we did Cheers. We did, uh, we did Friends. Also, I, I have a sense that some people are going to say, because I also put this on Facebook, not for a poll, but just so my friends mm-hmm. get their takes. Hawaii Five-0, the theme from Hawaii Five-0. Oh, I think that that would be it. one. I think that's a popular one that, that would have done well. So we could take that one and put that in with Jeopardy, Friends, and Cheers. That would put that on Randall Calrissian's list. God, yeah. we'll, never, we'll never win that poll. Right, right. We'll never win Absolutely that Absolutely not. And then there's one, and I'm, this is like confession. This is a confessional right now, okay? I couldn't pick it now. Because in hindsight, it, it represents kind of being like racist, you know, but the mm-hmm. theme when I was a kid and I didn't know anything about the world or anything like it, the theme from the Dukes of Hazard. When I was a kid, I liked it. Just the good old boys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that show, again, with the, with the, the, the car, the general, it, you general know, with Lee. the rebel flag on it, General yeah. Lee and all that stuff. In hindsight, it just feels inappropriate and racist now but again yeah. when i was a 11 12 year old kid i i liked the show i thought it was you know it was an, an action sort of drama and Catherine mm-hmm. bach was hot as hell and right. uh i liked the song back in the day but i don't yeah i'm not gonna put that shit on my list now and, <laughs> and put it on there so one more time to recap for people listening and by the way go to my twitter at pat moran tweets and vote on this this will be up all weekend joe selected the sopranos greatest american hero Laverne and Shirley, The 18, Mission Impossible, and I got The Golden Girls, The Jeffersons, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, Miami Vice, and The Love Boat. Good stuff, man. This is I, I think you take it, but this is going to be really close. I have a feeling this is going to be really close. I if, if I lose, if I lose, I will go back to, and I'll, I mean, even if I get blown out and it wouldn't matter, if I lose, I'm going to go back to my last pick. Well, I'm going to blame it on you stealing Greatest American Hero. <laughs> but besides that, I'm going to be sleepless, you know, lying awake at night saying, why did I take uh, the love boat over Cheers? Yeah, I think, I, I, I think that's fair. I was, you know, I was I was fully expecting you to take Cheers, honestly, because yeah. I didn't think that was your stealing boats choice. I thought we were both thinking of friends. <laughs> Cause that's the one I thought we were both on the same page with. And I was just like, yeah, not yeah, me, it's man. That one. We could have went on for three days and I still would have picked it. I, I, I just hate <laughs> the song, but anyway, this, this was a lot of fun, man. And that's going to do it for today. Give Joe a follow on Twitter at Joe Yurden. And again, follow me on Twitter at Pat Moran tweets and make sure you go and vote. Bro. Thank you so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun. I put it this way. I feel a lot better right now spending the last half hour or so talking about TV shows than I did uh, the first half hour or so bitching about my life and talking about my big Buffalo and Florida dilemma. So for nothing else this week anyway, thanks for just letting me vent to you, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, listen, you got to talk it out sometimes. And hey, I, I'm right here. I'm, I'm on the other side of the screen. It, it works. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.